Today marks the end of the 23rd International AIDS Conference, known as AIDS 2020, which happens between the 6th and the 10th of July under the theme Resilience. AIDS 2020 gathered more than 20,000 participants uh, from more than 170 countries. And yesterday we spoke to a South African speaker, HIV and AIDS research in KwaZulu-Natal, um, the University of KwaZulu-Natal for that matter, Professor Tumbe Ndungu. And today we wanted to touch base with an international speaker from the event. Now joining us on the line is the director at the New York-based NGO Latino Commission on AIDS, Mr. Luciano Riberte, who describes himself as a Latino gay immigrant living with HIV and as an advocate of the LGBTIQ and AIDS rights. Mr. Riberte, a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, good morning, South African time. Good evening, New York time to you. Thank you so much, Mandela, for the invitation. It's a pleasure to connect with you today. Good morning, everyone in South Africa. How are you feeling during these challenging COVID-19 times? We are hanging there, you know. There is a lot of work that we are doing on the street. We are community uh, and especially creating awareness about COVID-19. Speaking of matters, HIV and AIDS, when did you get involved? When did you take it, you know, personally and passionately? My involvement in HIV and AIDS began in 2011, uh, right after I received my HIV diagnosis. Uh, there were many challenges and barriers to access to health services, and I understood that I could use my history and experience to support others facing the same problems. Uh, that's why today I'm working at, as you say, Latino Commission on AIDS, uh, a nonprofit organization funded in 1990 to address the HIV epidemic among Latinos in the United States. In, in South Africa, we've dealt with stigma quite a lot, especially for people who want to f know their status. How, how's the issue around stigma in, in New York? A stigma is a big issue here. I think is, uh, I personally think is one of the threats for our community. Um, I have to deal with a stigma, discrimination, racism, of homophobia. Uh, it hurts that in 2020, we are still need to suffer from being different uh, for the color of a skin or just by born in a different country. I'm sure you have heard about the protest um, Black Lives Matter movement happening in the United States in response to the police brutality. Black and Latino are not just heavily impacted by HIV and COVID-19, but for too many other disparities and social determinants of health, such as housing, poverty, education, job opportunities, and all of that is related to a stigma. Sure, it's rough. Uh, one would have thought things are different where you are. Now, COVID-19 has disrupted many lives. The world is not the way we've known it to be. How has it affected your life and how have you adapted also in the work that you do? I have been in quarantine for the past four months. Uh, I have never experienced something like that before. I didn't know how to react to many contradictory information that I was receiving from TV and social media. It made me feel nervous, worried, anxious. I was afraid. Uh, this has been a wake up moment for me. 
I personally needed to be more conscious about washing my hands, disinfecting my groceries, wearing a mask when I go out, and also embracing technology uh, to be connected with families and friends. Uh, this is the new reality for all of us. In, in South Africa, we are finding that because of the lockdown and uh, lack of uh, movement, it's affecting um, you know, the way people take their treatment because they're not moving around and so forth, and also the issue around comorbidities. I, is that the same in, in, your, in your area? Yes, services that were already limited has collapsed. Uh, networks that support uh, the community living with HIV has collapsed. We had to stop face-to-face -face services that were key to navigate our clients to HIV testing and to access to healthcare systems. Services that we all, knew, we all know that are essential for viral suppression, which is the main goal of ending the HIV epidemic. Sure. Now, the conference is a little different today. I mean, I saw bookings had to be cancelled, hotel accommodation and all of that, and that human contact is gone. In terms of the presentations that have been made since the beginning of the conference, how, how do you feel about it? Are you happy as a gay man for that matter? Do you think the, the community to which you belong has been well represented? This is the first time uh, for me attending the internationalized conference, and I'm loving it. The website is a little bit complicated to navigate, uh, but it's understandable. They have more than thousands of workshops, webinars, and presentations, and it is easy to get lost among all the information. Now, the information share is excellent. There are workshops for everyone, doctors, researchers, activists, community leaders. I even found some workshops in Spanish, which is my first language. This conference is a good tool to catch up with the work that other countries are doing around the world. The, the content, though, is it satisfactory? Is it addressing the challenges now? Because obviously yesterday, when we spoke to Professor Ndungu, he was, he's a researcher. He's big on um, finding a cure uh, dealing with uh, patients that have HIV but can live a long time without uh, ARVs because their systems tend to control the virus. I think the information uh, this year is very honest and very transparent. We are all looking for a cure, but in that path, there is many other things that we also need to worry about. So I, I, I'm very satisfied with the information presented at the conference. As, as a, I mean, you're a brave man, a lot of people might say. Uh, identifying yourself as a, a Latino gay immigrant living and thriving in New York City, what, what are the challenges there? What are you confronted with on a daily basis? Well, here in New York City, being an immigrant, Latino, gay, uh, English is not my first language. So I'm confronting every day with a stigma, discrimination, homophobia. But, you know, I'm very, as you say, I identify myself as a very brave person. I'm very vocal and I'm always advocating for, for, for a community and for eliminate the stigma and the homophobia. Uh, in the Latino communities, in the Black community, and in all the all the New York City, and all New York City.
In terms of what you wanted to bring to the table as far as the conference is concerned, what, did, what message were you bringing across, particularly representing the LGBTQ community? At the conference, the workshop was proposed by a global pharmaceutical. Uh, they discussed a case study done with more than 2,000 people living with HIV from 25 countries. The study was focused on a new HIV treatment that involved fewer medicines into one single pill compared with other regimens. Uh, I was one of the selected seven from that study that were invited to share a little bit more about our experience living with HIV. So I spoke about the feeling of taking medication for the rest of my life, the need of the cure, my concerns about potential side effects, my relationship with my doctor, but especially about O equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable, a great prevention tool that helped us to reduce the stigma among living with HIV. The United States, I mean, uh, has seen the worst in terms of uh, uh, COVID-19. I mean, you've lost a lot of uh, lives there. Uh, what, what impact has that uh, impact has that made on the HIV/AIDS and the LGBTI community there? And uh, how is your organization helping? People living with HIV, especially if you are not undetectable, are part of the most vulnerable communities by COVID-19. Our immune system is suppressed and quite often we are facing other comorbidities. That means that people living with HIV at the same time have other health conditions such as cancer, diabetes, uh, respiratory disease, among many others. Now, the impact is not just to your physical health, but also emotional and or mental health. LGBTQ youths are often rejected by the family or it's not safe for them to express who they are at home. Along with black and Latina women, LGBTQ people are often suffer for domestic violence and some of them may not have a safe space to go. So a Latino Commission on AIDS, our job is to make sure our community have access to resources during the pandemic, that they know where they can get tested for COVID-19, receive HIV treatment, speak with a mental health provider, find food and shelter in case they don't have a place to sleep. Many of those resources are only available in English, and that is just part of the problem. She looks like a minorities in the U.S. are faced with uh, quite a number of challenges. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. It's, it was a surprise for me coming from Argentina to to a, this uh, first world country and and seeing all these disparities. Uh, it's, it's definitely was an impact when I get here in New York. Yeah, different uh, picture altogether. Now. In terms of what the other speakers have put across, including our professor here, Professor Ndungu, what are you picking up? Are you optimistic that maybe in the next five or ten years we'll have a vaccine or we'll have the kind of drug that will prevent HIV and prolong people's lives? I think we are moving forward sometimes faster, sometimes slowly. Uh, we have done tremendous advance with HIV treatment, but there is too much more that needs to be done. Uh, our community needs and deserves a cure. As 
someone expressed it at the conference, HIV has cost too much for too long, and it's time to end it. That's why we are working toward ending the epidemic around the world. I hope to see a cure uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I'm always optimistic that we will find a cure in the next five years or in the next 10 years. But while we work on that, we need to keep improving the quality of life of people living with HIV. In terms of what you saw as well, how do you feel about the advancement around HIV and AIDS and research that has been done, including treatments? What's your feeling on that? I think there is great research and an advance done uh, in people living with HIV. I think we are uh, resources are involving more the community to learn from the community. As community leader, we are experts of the community that we are part of. Uh, so there is a good combination among, about community leaders and resources, creating resources for the community. Recently, we just heard that, uh, you know, next year we might have uh, a vaccine for COVID-19, but it's going to be expensive while other people are advocating for the vaccine to be available and for no one to have patent rights to it. Um, would you be advocating for that at this conference, maybe? Yes. Uh, and actually, the conference has a whole day. I believe it's tomorrow will be the whole day focused on COVID-19. Uh, and, and we need to advocate for that because the not, the it's not worth it that we can create a, a cure for COVID-19, but only some people have access to it. Uh, if we come up with something that is as needed as a cure for COVID-19, we need to make sure that every single person have access to it, regardless race, sexual orientation, gender identity, uh, economical status. We need to make sure that every single person have access to these medications. And also, I mean, the developments we heard from Professor Ndungu were that uh, there is a, a process of working towards an injection that uh, could be injected into someone and be a preventative measure which stays in the body for like six months to cut down on the popping of pills. That should be great news. That will be awesome. Uh, as a person who takes medication every day uh, and, and also with support, a lot the adherence to the medications. Uh, so uh, uh, an injection that, that, that we can use for six months, uh, even three months, it sounds, sounds like a very great idea. I know there is so many research, uh, resources and trials about injections, so we hope to see something like that very soon. Do you still have more to present at the, the conference and what is it going to be on? No, that's, that was all my part of the presentation, uh, so I'm, I'm not presenting, uh, but I'm attending and I'm, I'm, I think tomorrow is the whole day is going to be about COVID-19. They have a special day for COVID-19 uh, needs and challenges that we are facing globally. And what do you want uh, you know, the world to know in as far as HIV as a whole and obviously the LGBTQ community? Um, from the conference to the world, what do you want us to know? My my message to South Africans and the world living with HIV and part of the LGBT community is that you are loved and you are worth it. Uh, 
uh, I understand that our path is not always easy to navigate, but I want you to remember that you are not alone. We are all part of a global family, a family of love, acceptance, compassion. So believe in yourself. And from now on, you have a Latino brother uh, in New York City. <laughs> Absolutely. If we win the lot of this site and we find ourselves there, we're going for coffee. <laughs> Luciano, power to your hands. I mean, you know, uh, th this is a, a long way to go, but it's nice to see that there are so many people. I mean, 170 countries is, is quite a, a representation. And uh, the, the fact that, uh, you know, with the difficulties that are there, you're able to uh, gather thoughts, share technology, share research, encourage each other with a common goal to finding a cure and also to talk about the challenges and the stigmas and the taboos that exist in our communities. I hope, you know, your voices, you know, find the proper audience where you can be engaged so that we can have uh, the kind of communities we dream about. So power to your hands, keep working hard, keep shining, look after yourself, and we'll talk some very soon. Thank you so much, Mandela, for this opportunity. Have a wonderful day. Fantastic. You too, so have a great weekend. That's uh, the uh, program director at uh, New York-based NGO Latino Mission Commission on AIDS, uh, Luciano Roberto, who's currently part of uh, the uh, uh, AIDS 2020 um, virtual conference, uh, their Twitter, or you can find them on Twitter, www.aids, small letters, AIDS 2020, the numbers, dot org, www.aids 2020.org. This is where uh, all the um, important information uh, comes in there. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please go in there. And of course, if you want to put your mind at ease in terms of research, there you go. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. And, you know, following on what Professor Ndunga had to share yesterday, this is really and truly encouraging. Mm -hmm.